0: And may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary?
1: Rana has the guts. We're entering a new era of Miami Heat basketball. I say finals are bust. No matter all what. that, the Dion Waiter yeah. no, I'll tell him to shut up. It's fine. I think Bam the face of the team. Jimmy, Jimmy, all the way. I mean,
0: Tyler Hero, you're going four for twelve. Get
1: out of here. You Bryant, Hero, and Duncan all out oh, there at the same time. Like, who's playing defense in that lineup? King Riles, the Godfather. Oh, wow. Uh, the beauty of me, culture is because I think it's a real thing. This culture thing, I mean, look, it started with Pat,
0: you know, back in the, in the 90s. Italy, you got any thoughts? Anthony Mason? Isaac Walshman. It. Walsh. Jamal Mashburn. Take mm-hmm. okay, your Jamal Mashburn to give you a grand moment. John Cry. Jamal Harper? Mar- is- Curry. Sounds good. <laughs> Eddie. 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 No question about it. I am ready to
1: get hurt again. Chris? the battered heat fans are back welcome everybody to number 16 of the battered heat fans podcast i am your host daniel granada and alongside me is mr kbd how are you doing sir
0: a little different than than how we start the heat show typically uh but you know i just want to remind everybody the hat that i'm wearing right now you know just want to let everybody know before we get into talking about the game so you know what's up yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris does do this show with us, but he is a Knicks fan. He tries to be impartial when he talks, but he was definitely hyped up on Saturday. So a uh, seven-game losing streak, finally got snapped against the Sacramento Kings on Wednesday night. Uh, but last time we spoke, it was a was it five-game at that point. Yeah, it was five-game losing streak. We went no. into the game against the Knicks and we lost to the Knicks. Then we lost to the um, Suns, and yes. uh, I guess we'll start with the Knicks. What did you think of that Knicks game? I'm not sure you have plenty to say. Well,
0: it's 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 kind of a give and take here because I kind of want to shit on the Heat, but at the same time, I kind of want to talk a little bit about <laughs> what they did that was good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, listen, I I thought that it was a really good game, and I thought that the Knicks were rolling on all cylinders. But with the Heat, what I thought that they were doing well was they were distributing the ball pretty well. Uh, when I was looking at the stats, you had a lot of people with pretty good amount of, uh, of assists. Terry Rozier, I mean, he's looking like he's gelling pretty well into the team. You know, 10.7 assists. That's what, one of his first games?
1: Uh, that was game number three, I believe. I believe his yeah. first game was against uh, Memphis, then Boston, then the Knicks.
0: And Jimmy Butler showed up for that game too. He did fairly well. Um, but look, man, watching that game. And of course I was, you know, rooting for the Knicks, but at the same time, like they were on all cylinders, dude, there was, it was very tough to defend, especially when you have a team that was just hitting everything, you know, that they threw up. Um, Jimmy Butler did well, Bam out of bio, uh, had a double double. So that was great. Um, you got really good contribution from Duncan Robinson, which is, that's my man. You know, Duncan Robinson is the crap. He's the shit. You know, six for 14 in total, five for 11 from three-point line. You know, I I love the way that Duncan Robinson really plays with this team and the way that he's been able to sort
1: of get better as time goes on. Well, it feels like um, it's like the usual story for the Miami Heat where they just can't show up in the fourth quarter. Uh, In the fourth quarter, they got outscored 36-23. to I Mm -hmm. mean, the, the Heat had tied the game late in the third quarter. I and that. I forget, was it was it Julius Randle? Or, or somebody hit a big three to end that quarter. And at that point, you know, it, it was, they took the three-point lead to into the fourth quarter and, and things just went downhill. Jimmy Butler showed up pretty big in that game. I felt like the team was looking good. The, the ball movement was good to start the game. If there was somebody cutting, they were getting rewarded with the ball in that cut. Like, it, I, I thought that the game started very well. I was surprised that things kind of ended up the way they did because i thought that they did a good job to start the game
0: i think that they kind of let it slip away in the fourth quarter because even by the time that they got to the second half you know it, it wasn't really you know out of reach uh you know the heat were behind at that point but at the same time it's not like it was completely out of reach but once they got into the fourth quarter I, I, all hell broke loose and they just they weren't able to recover I mean, the but the the thing that I thought was really positive was Terry Rozier's performance in that game.
1: Well, and it's always fun to watch the Knicks play the Heat. Uh, the next one, this one. Uh, all in all, though, uh, you usually hear a large presence of Heat fans at the Garden. Yes. And you didn't hear it as much. And it's not because, like, you know, they were getting blown out or anything. You just didn't hear it as much. And obviously, the Knicks are playing much better this year, so their fans are showing up now. So yes. um yeah, but it, it's always fun. Hopefully it, it'd be nice if we have a repeat of last year where they played each other in the playoffs. I'll take off the hat now,
0: now that we're gonna be stopping <laughs> stop talking about the Knicks. But yeah, I mean it was it was a good game. It wasn't a really uh, a big show out for he fans in terms of at the garden, but um but but then we move on and, and we get to the game against the Suns, which mm-hmm. you know I don't know if you guys remember when I was in the chat. I kind of predicted that we were going to go 1-2, and I believe. I mean, listen, the Suns, did you want to go ahead and keep talking a little bit about the the matchup between the Knicks and the Heat? No, 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 no. Go on with the Suns. The, The Suns have firepower. Dude, it's just, it's so hard to be able to play a team with so much firepower, with so many main characters, where you can get literal contribution from so many players. Watching that game was so frustrating because you could tell that the Heat were trying to play as best as they can on defense. It's just, it's just too much, you know. To keep to keep the Suns at one eighteen, I mean, I think that's 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 not bad, you know.
1: No, no, that's more or less where where they're they're at uh, points per game. But I, I will tell you, and one thing I did forget to mention about the Knicks game, Tyler Hero. I remember he had two threes to start off the game. I was like, yeah. oh, Tyler Hero's going to have a big game. Then fizzled out. Yeah. I think the, the combination of Tyler Hero and Terry Rozier isn't working. And we can get into that a little more when we talk about the, the Kings game because they were yeah. they were staggering their minutes a little more, and I think that works a little better. But, yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I don't think that that combo is working. When it comes to the Suns, you know what I started thinking after that Suns game? I've started thinking that the Miami Heat have an issue where, and we're going to get into the big three issue, uh, but yeah. the Miami Heat have an issue where they don't have, and let me be very careful when I say this, as I wear a Jimmy Butler shirt, I don't feel like they have that go-to superstar. They don't have that go-to score because although Jimmy Butler is a superstar, Jimmy Butler isn't a superstar that you know that on a, when he just decides he's just going to drop 30 a night. You have well, Kevin Durant. He's that guy for the Suns. Jason Tatum. Yeah. He's that guy. Like every like big team has a go-to guy that can get yeah. you a bucket, like at a drop of a dime. Jimmy Butler does not He doesn't want to be the leading scorer. He's not that type of superstar. Well, and the, and the heat system it's,
0: it's crazy because the heat system doesn't really want there to be a guy per se, but I mean you spoke you spoke very highly and and really anticipated Bam Adebayo
1: to be that guy right But he's 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 not though he like I think he should be more aggressive but he's yeah. not a go-to scorer I think and um and I want him to be and I want him to be the face of the franchise I think that this team will go a lot further if he can become that but he doesn't seem to be like a, just a go-to scorer like get the ball into Bam and he'll put up 30 tonight
0: well, it's wild because Adebayo in the Suns game was like nowhere to be found. He went three for nine, but then you have uh, the guards play uh, what seems to be pretty decently. You got Rozier going 21 points and Tyler Hero having 17 and Jimmy Butler having 26. Bam Adebayo was nowhere to be found. Man
1: so that's a game. Points.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, but I mean, you you got a bigger contribution from from Richardson and Caleb Martin. Both both uh 12 at a piece, you know, bam out of bio, you kind of expect a little bit more. Um, but I mean you didn't get it in the Suns game. And then obviously it's just gonna be tough for him because uh, he's playing up against Kevin Durant, he's playing up against uh he's playing up against uh Nurkic, he's playing against a uh, I mean a lot of other players that right are definitely be playing. And... yeah, yeah. Um just and, and and they're and they're very good defenders as well.
1: So it's not yeah. like you're just playing like power, like offensive-minded players. And the Heat switched just about everything. And when you have Tay Rozier and Tyler Hero on the court, yeah. you can't be switching everything with those two guys uh, uh, defending. Yeah. Now, if we jump over to... Oh, go ahead if you want to... No, I mean,
0: I was just... You know, when it comes to the Suns game, I kind of knew that that was going to be a toss away because... It's 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 definitely hard to play up against a team and expect really really positive results against the Suns. I mean, the Suns are stacked. The Suns are stacked. And I mean, you Yeah, go ahead. They had
1: an they had an issue going into like recently like but they've started picking it up now. The th- the big three finally played like 16, 17 games together. They're starting to get rolling. And they had an issue with the fourth quarters. The Heat kind of had like a small little comeback where they started cutting into the lead. I think they 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 won that that fourth quarter by, like, 13 points, and they still managed to lose by, like, 13. So, obviously, it was, it was way out of hand. But, um, yeah, it, it, you, it's going to be tough beating these superior teams because it feels like the Heat, like I said, they don't have that go-to score. I almost yeah. feel like they have to grind out wins. It's like they're winning, like, 90s basketball. Like, they don't really blow teams out. They don't really get blown out all that often. Like, it's just like a, like a fucking, like, a mud a fight in the mud like they're just beating each other up all the way and then they just have to like squeak out a win at the end or they just lose at the end well i mean let's take a look at the let's take a look at how the
0: suns you know put up their points i mean their top three players hit double digits along with uh with, with bradley beal hitting 19 everybody else was in single digits other than Okoge, uh okogi i mean you're talking about the heat they're trying to get contribution from so many other players Right. I mean, Caleb Martin is being requ- requested to, to drop 12, Richardson 12. You know, you got Triple J who only dropped two that game. You know, he's also being kind of pushed to to, to help out a little bit more
1: than necessary, you know? To push. Yeah. But I mean, but that that's the heat, though. Like, we've gotten accustomed to this heat culture where everybody has to contribute some because you don't have that one go to 30, 40 point in a game guy right yeah. like you don't have that Luka Doncic that's averaging like 35 a game. Joel Embiid's averaging 36 a game. Uh a shy from OKC, he's averaging like 32 a game. Like the, like those teams have that guy. Like okay, yeah. he's good for 30 tonight. Everybody else just fill in the the holes. But like everybody here just has to grind it out. And that's why I look that he have gone over after Kevin Durant. They 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 contacted the Nets about Kyrie Irving last year. The they, big they've talked like They've gone after them. They just haven't been able to land them. The biggest wheel they've landed in a while is Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler, although he is a superstar, I love Jimmy. But Jimmy isn't that I'm gonna drop 40 a night kind of guy or 30 a night, I guess. Well, and do you consider do you consider that
0: Bam could be that guy at some point this season or that Jimmy Butler can just transform instead of just transforming for the playoffs? Do, I do you think that, that he- is
1: possible? I thought it was possible and I wanted this year to be the year that he proved it. Yeah. But I don't I don't think that he, he has. And he also doesn't get to the rim as much as I think he can with his build. He doesn't like the heat average. I think 36% of their shots come from the mid range. Yeah. Up up until like a couple of weeks ago, they were like leading the league in three point percentage. Jimmy Butler constantly gets to the line, and Bam should be able to get to the rim. But for some reason, they, they are by far ahead in the most mid range shots taken by a team in the NBA. Like in this NBA, you're hitting threes or you're getting easy baskets. But the Heat choose the harder way. They're going, let's go mid range. Like, okay, let's go yeah. mid range. Let's grind this bitch out. Let's let trust Preewell this shit all day long.
0: Yeah, or Eddie Jones
1: in mid range. Eddie, Eddie Jones mid range. Like, that's what, that's, that's the way they're going. And, and it's, it, look, can they win that way? The reason that Miami Heat fans don't panic. The reason why if Solana was here, I am 100% sure he's like, yeah, don't worry. We'll still make the NBA finals. Is because yeah. you've been spoiled. You've been spoiled with this working. You've been spoiled with a team that is an eighth seed. And all of a sudden, like, yeah, but they can still make it. But at some point, that's going to run out. 34-year-old Jimmy might have a harder time getting the ball rolling like he has in the past. Like, eventually, things catch up to you. And, I mean, let's be real. The, two, the last two long runs that, the, that he had into the into the playoffs which was the finals last year and the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals the year before. Tyler Hero, I don't think, was a part of either one of those two. I know last year he was, and but I can't he, remember the, the one. He, was he injured. got injured. So the big three doesn't seem to work. This season, they are, uh, I want to say it was 6-12 and 12 against teams over 500. Let me, let me double check that before I speak out of pocket. But the big three to me isn't working. Well, and and the worst part about it is
0: is that it, it, during this Six season,, since, yeah, since you've had other contribution from 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 supporting cast, that's what makes the fan base feel a little bit more comfortable with not needing that guy because Duncan Robinson's contributing. You know, uh, Jaime Jaquez is contributing. You know, you have a lot of other players that are contributing. and then all of a sudden, you're like, well, do I really need that guy that's going to put up 35 plus points a game if I'm actually getting 15 from this one, 18 from over here, 17 from this guy? So when you have that other contribution from other players, that kind of helps to kind of accept that we don't need a guy.
1: Well, I think that the reason people started getting comfortable was because at one point in the season, like Tyler was out for a while, then Jimmy was out for a while, and it felt like we yeah. never got the three big three together. And they were still managing to win games. And they were like within, I think we it was just not too long ago. We were like, Yeah, we're like, oh, we got like we're like three games back of like the third seed. And with all these injuries, wait till everybody gets together. And then everybody got together, and seven games in a row, you just lose. And it's like, what the fuck just happened? So what happened? The big three together is six and eleven. When the big three plays together, it's six and eleven this season. Against teams above 500, the Miami Heat this year are 8-16. and 16. So what they were doing is that they were beating up on the bad teams, which you should be able to do. Yeah. But at some point, like, it's going to catch up to you. And the big three
0: just isn't working together. And and Mike V is mentioning in the comments that that's Moneyball strategy. I don't know if it's so much Moneyball strategy as it is Heat culture, right? Like, I mean, they, we as Heat fans talk about Heat culture, and the one thing about heat culture is, is that we don't need that guy.
1: We got a lot of guys, right? It's about 15 strong. And, but and yes, and and that that's what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, though. I've been yeah. saying that the heat fans are almost a prisoner of the heat culture, right? Uh, yeah. I'm like, hey, we should probably do something, right? Like, we, we need a trade. We need something. They're like, nah, we're good. We'll be in the finals anyway. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not the way this shit works. Give like, me Terry Rozier. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll, we'll yeah. get to that. So, so uh, I'm glad they got Terry Rozier because what they had an issue with, they had an issue with offense. I think they were like, yeah. since the since the calendar year changed, since January 1st, I believe they're 28th in offensive rating and 14th in yeah. defense rating. 28th in offensive yeah. rating. That is almost last this team is the way it's playing, the way it's currently constructed, is not built to succeed long term. No, so I- I'm not sure what's gonna happen, but they're missing that scoring, uh, all star, which I don't think they're gonna find. Jimmy Butler isn't that guy until the playoffs begin. Um, Bam, I thought what could be that guy hasn't showed that to me, and to me, I think Tyler Hero's best position. It's six-man. Come off the bench. Like, I get it. He he doesn't want to probably. I get it. He is the third-best player, or at least the third-best scorer on this team. But I I think that it's more beneficial for him to be the Jamal Crawford on this team than for him to be starting next to Terry Rozier. That's what I think. Well, and
0: and Terry Rozier has been making a hell of a contribution a lot better than Kyle Lowry was. So I'll take that. I'll take that. Offensively. But defensively,
1: of Tyler Hero defensively and Rozier no. are, are, are horrible. Are horrible. Uh, they are like a big time liability. They, they switch a lot. They can't switch. And they're just getting cooked. So that, that brings us over to the Kings game. They finally won a game. The streak is over. Now, a couple yes. things that happened there. Tyler Hero and Rozier, although they both started, their minutes were getting staggered. They weren't playing a, a lot together. So... Yeah. They weren't, so I, I think that that's good defensively and offensively. Because offensively, I don't think Rozier is the best uh, off the ball spot up shooter. I guess I would say, and I think that it's better that he gets to handle the ball a little more, a lot more pick and rolls. Both of them working with Bam at separate times. I think that works well, and I think one of the biggest things that helped was the fact that they had um, they were playing zone. They played zone basically the whole game, and yes, I think that I that helped that. a lot because defensively they've been a mess. This team isn't great has not been great offensively the last couple of seasons but they've been winning because they had great defense and their defense turned into good offense right their defense hasn't been stellar this year so with the roster that they currently have and the way that their defense has been playing they need to figure things out and i don't know if going zone permanently is going to work I, I not many teams really do that but i mean it worked yesterday against the king's well, and not only that, but Terry
0: Rozier, when he didn't put the ball in the basket, he was getting a lot of people involved as well. Um, you know, so that's something that you you kind of want from your point guard, especially when you have Tyler Hero, that when he comes into the game, he's more of a ball hawk, right? Mm-hmm. He's more of the kind of player that he's not going to have so many more assists, but he's a lot more effective on offense in terms of like in the, in the scoring prowlessness, you know? Uh, and, and Mike V is mentioning in the comments we've always had a guy. Now, yeah, I mean we've had you know Shaquille O'Neal, Dwayne Wade, you know.
1: But th- uh, my, a- my, I think Mike might have joined us late. And Jimmy yeah. Butler is technically that guy right now. Yes. But when I say a guy, I mean a guy that as soon as he gets on the court, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna drop us thirty points today. Like, exactly. he's, he's he's guaranteed thirty. Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, uh, Embiid, Doncic shy i think jimmy butler is an all-star i think jimmy butler is a superstar but he is not that type of superstar right i I, i'm talking about like a a tracy mcgrady like those type of players that you know are going to come out here and like damn everybody's struggling don't worry he's about to put 30 40 points just to carry the team jimmy butler isn't that guy and that's not to take anything
0: away from jimmy butler guys because jimmy i love jimmy because let me tell you something. Jimmy Butler in the last game against the Kings put up 31 points, also had six assists. You're talking about contributing to uh, contributing to 12 points just off of assists alone, plus 12 plus points. You know, so not only is this scoring effective in the last game, it's just about whether you're gonna see it consistently. Because, like Danny, you, you mentioned earlier in the season, like we're we're hoping that we're getting a lot from a lot more from Bam out of bio as well. That's a lot what more I think sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So and then Richardson job, timed in with 24 points, which I, I mean it was unexpected for me, but he was getting really good minutes last game. Um, when it comes to the Kings, they played really, really good defense. So I think that the zone worked out very well for them last game. Um, I mean there was a lot of second chance points that the Kings kind of took took advantage of. Well, that's been but, a big
1: weakness for the Heat. They need they need a better power forward. I thought yeah, I thought I Heisman. It would be better. I really, I always thought that he would end up being the starter, but I thought he would be better in that role. I think they need to upgrade at power forward. And that's considering that they actually,
0: uh, that they actually won the 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 rebound competition. They had forty nine rebounds versus the Kings. I think they had forty two or forty three. They had forty four rebounds. You know, um, they they lost a little bit on the second chance opportunities, but luckily overall they played a really really sound defensive game so that actually panned out pretty well for the heat against the kings and, and the kings aren't world beaters either either so
1: and and the and Bam started off slow that game i think he missed his first three or four shots he got into yeah. early foul trouble all of a sudden thomas Bryant came in i thought that was going to be a bad night for bam but he, he picked it up when he came in and um look the, the streak is over which is needed to happen because that juju in the locker room is, is toxic, even with heat culture. It and is. they had a, a film session where they started like breaking things down, taking ownership yeah. of things. And you know, it, it, it's cliche, and maybe it's almost like coach talk, but I think those things do matter. And I think that yeah. those are sometimes turning points in a, in a season. I remember the year that – two years ago, the year that they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I remember things were kind of not going great for the heat. And then you had the Udonis Haslam telling Jimmy Butler he's going to whoop his ass. Yes. It, uh, right? Because Jimmy was talking crap to Eric Spostra. Yeah. And then I remember they got blown out by the Brooklyn Nets where uh, Dre, uh, Andre Drummond threw up the Tyreek Hill celebration right before a dunk. And it looked like the heat was spiraling out of control. Then yeah. that little that little scuffle between Udonis Haslam and Jimmy Butler... That was the turning point. It felt like things just changed. And next thing you know, the Easter Conference Finals, Game 7, Jimmy Butler pulls up for three. If he would have made that, they would have made the NBA Finals. Everybody thought that might have been a bad shot, but he earned that shot because he earned because he was balling that game. But whatever, oh, that, that's absolutely. in the past. But there are moments where you're like, you know what? This could be that, that turning point. Would this film session that they went through two days ago be it? Well, they're 1-0 since it, so maybe? But I, I mean, guess what, we'll wait and see.
0: Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, uh, well, so what's what's coming up in the in the in the schedule? If we're, you know, basically done with what it is that
1: that we well, have be- to talk before about before we go on the schedule. What one more thing? Two more things. Yeah. Would you rather have Tyler Hero come off the bench or trade him?
0: Ooh, no, I'd rather have him come off the bench. I'd rather have him so come think, off the bench. I mean, think what, could, what what
1: you think this could work? Because the thing is the three of them don't work together. Bam and Jimmy don't really work together. I don't I don't know what it is. I felt like Bam was playing well when Jimmy was out, and then Jimmy was playing, playing better when Bam when, when uh, Bam was it, having a just, bad game. It doesn't it, it just doesn't mix for some reason. And I, I feel like we've we've tried and then when we've had success in the playoffs, Tyler Hero's been injured. Like I, I don't know what it is so I, I just don't see this big three just being good together well the question is what what is
0: it that you can be able to obtain in place for tyler hero or what are you going to do are you going to get a couple a couple pieces to put around rosier bam and jimmy because even if you do get rid of tyler hero you're still going to have bam and jimmy and you guys you know at, at that point you got to solve that
1: i kind of see I mean, tyler Rozier like a tyler hero i feel like they're similar players yeah, but Tyler Hero's been
0: putting out, man. Like he's been, he's been on offense. He has been stellar. I know. I mean, when I, he's I li- on, like, but when he's like off, Ter- it's bad. I like Terry Rozier because he gets to the rim more. Yes, he's a lot more aggressive in terms of taking it to the hole. But so if
1: I, mean, I like Tyler Hero, but man, I feel like there's a the similar players, and I want to see Jaime Hawkins get more playing time, also. Well, Jaime is, I want to see him get more playing time. But
0: let me tell you, from the games that I've been watching. He's kind of reckless with the ball in terms of his passing. Mm. He, turns, he turns the ball over every so often at like critical moments. And I'm like, oh, man, could have done better, could have thought about better opportunities
1: there instead of, you know, turning the ball over. And uh, Italy Jet brought up uh, you know, something stupid that was said earlier this week, but I guess we, we should address it right before we get into this week's predictions. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Perkins came out and said that the Heat should trade Jimmy Butler. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's
0: terrible. I think that's an awful idea.
1: I you think that I, Jimmy I, I, Butler.
0: I, I think that Jimmy Butler has has legitimately embraced this team and embraced everything that the team brings and the culture and the idea of 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 of, of what it is to be a heat player. And I don't think that it would be beneficial to trade someone like that. I mean like i said what contribute what where else are you going to get the same play what other players out there that you can be able to make this trade for and say what i'm receiving is better than what jimmy butler is going to give me in the playoffs
1: no because and, and that's also, what it
0: is right we want to get to the dance
1: yeah and i also think that when you talk about bringing in a player you want to bring in a player that compliments jimmy butler like yeah. if you're Taking Jimmy Butler out and bringing somebody else in, like let's hypothetically, it's not gonna happen, yeah. right? It's possible, but hypothetically, let's say they would have brought in Damian Lillard, but they had to trade away Jimmy Butler. Damian Lillard isn't doing shit with this team, no, like, and and with Tyler Hero and with Terry Rozier.
0: Like, what the hell's gonna happen in that backcourt, right?
1: So, yeah, and again, that was a bad example. Maybe I should have gone with somebody that's a forward, but what I'm saying yeah. is Jimmy Butler isn't getting traded. Now, if you could trade him for, I don't know, for LeBron James, all right, then we're talking, but that ain't happening. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, that was silly. So right. I couldn't believe that he said he put out there to trade Jimmy Butler. That's not happening.
0: Well, Perkins is a clown. I mean, yeah. he I'm he likes like to spew. Year. Yeah, he likes to spew a bunch of nonsense. I mean, I think I think having Jimmy Butler on the team is a bigger asset than it is a deficit. I think that Tyler Hero is also a bigger asset because I don't know what other asset you can be able to get from the league from any other team. Uh, that can be able to replace kind of what Tyler Hero brings to the table. Now, I do so understand... why Terry Rozier
1: since you... that already, though. I,
0: yeah, I mean, you do have Terry Rozier that's doing that as well, but they also have sort of conflicting playing styles as well. You have Terry Rozier, who's more aggressive, right? But he's also a, a passer as a guard. You have Tyler Hero's a little bit more ball-dominant, but he's a better shooter than Terry Rozier,
1: Remember, we also have the white Tyler Hero in in uh in Duncan Robinson.
0: That's right. Yeah, we do have. That. I mean, but he's ter- he's terrible as a point guard. Like he's not,
1: he he's not he's not trying no, to dribble no, no, more no, than two no, three times. Not. He's cranking no, of it off the ball. Not. Yeah, he goes. He, he he dribbles when somebody's closing in and closing out. But that's about it. All yeah. right. So uh, we got four games from here till next Thursday. We got the Wizards tomorrow. So. Yeah. I feel like a lot of heat culture talk about that film study because I think that's going to be 2-0 against the Wizards. Uh, Then we got the Clippers on Sunday. That's an early 6 o'clock start. Then you got the Magic here at home on next Tuesday. And then we finish that off on Wednesday hosting the San Antonio Spurs. So we got the Wizards, Clippers, Magic, and Spurs. If you want, I'll start. I think the Wizards is going to be a win. We're gonna really drive home that whole like ooh, that film studies all this Eric Spostra, yes. heat culture, all that other stuff. And you're gonna be hearing that Sunday. You have the Clippers coming in. You got you got James Harden coming to Miami. Miami? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's gonna have all his teammates out the night before. That you spot us like 15 points that game. So yeah. I, I think that we take that game also. Put we the have the magic coming home we we dominate the magic give me that and then the spurs are subpar so i'm going to say we go four and all this week i'm going film study let the heat culture win streak all of a sudden everybody is back on the wagon and um and that is right before the trade deadline cuz the trade deadline is next thursday by the way so uh we'll we'll have plenty to talk about next week's thursday's episode so tell me what do you think in the next four games wizards clippers magic and spurs the only road game is the Washington Wizards. I was actually gonna go with the same prediction. I
0: think that I think that we're gonna go four and zero in the next four games. The only game that I was thinking that we would probably lose would be against the Spurs, maybe. Um, but I do think that we can go four and zero in this next stretch. And before the trade deadline on Thursday, I mean, and I and I feel like we could even beat the Celtics, but we'll get to that next week uh But yeah, it's gonna be. You know what the crazy part is that next Thursday is the trade deadline. Is that if we do go four and zero in this next four games, the Heat aren't gonna want to trade anybody. They're gonna say no. We could do it with what we've got. figured it
1: out. We got it. Heat culture, you know baby. What?
0: Sniff it.
1: I, I you know, what? I, I actually don't mind the the, the Heat team. Ask now that they have Terry Rozier. If they can find a way to put Terry Rozier next to Duncan Robinson, have Terry yeah. Rozier run the point, Oof. and have Tyler Hero off the bench, I think that they're good. Yes, I, I don't, I don't mind that that lineup. And then Jaime is running the second unit with with Tyler Hero, I think that that's a good solid squad, and I don't yes. mind that. But th- the problem is that they don't seem to want to bench Tyler Hero.
0: Yeah, I mean, and uh, and 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 listen, Richard Greenberg's mentioning trade deadline is coming
1: fast. And next Thursday, yes, yes, Richard, it is coming fast for sure. And it's really weird because after next uh, Wednesday's game with the Spurs, you don't see this often. So they play on Wednesday, then they have Thursday, Friday, and Saturday off. They have three days off. That's you usually don't see three days off in the NBA very often, so that's yes. interesting. Uh, and then it's an early two o'clock start. On Sunday, because that would be Super Bowl Sunday. So they're yes. going to get that going at two o'clock so that everybody's home and ready to watch the big game Sunday night. All right. Uh, yeah. Chris, any final thoughts? Do you think uh, that both Italy Jet and Solana both ducked you because they didn't want to hear you clown on the Heat because they were talking so much nonsense about the Knicks last week?
0: I, a thousand percent. I just want to make it clear here that the Knicks actually are on a nine game winning streak.
1: So, eat that, Italy. Take your shirt and get it out of here. You know what? You know what's the only thing I like about the Knicks doing well? That I really do believe that Knicks fans have convinced themselves that this season can be special. Oh, yes. And, be, and that and that brings me joy because it's going be to be that much sweeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're not making it past the second round. And it's going to be that much sweeter when they duck out, hopefully with, by the heat. Because if it could be like last year, Oh yeah, that would be great. The Heat, the Heat own the Knicks. That would be awful. That would be great. The, the Heat great. don't own the Knicks, thanks to they do. Alan Houston. Houston. Oh, shut up!
0: You mean last century? Listen, it happened. It's in the history books. Okay. Never. I don't know. What All to right. Tell you. Uh,
1: so that was your final thought. That you just that that Well, oh, I,
0: I wanted to mention that because, like I said, it's it's they, they were calling <laughs> me out. They were calling me out and they were brought brought on shirts and they brought on all kinds of stuff, you know well, I feel I like mean, you were ducking the them.
1: Of,
0: I wasn't ducking them, okay I wasn't ducking them uh, it's it look it's it's been a minute Bo, okay I just mm-hmm. I'll throw that name out there uh, <laughs> he he did have a cup of coffee with the with the heat, but yeah, man, mm-hmm. that's it. It's over, baby all four right.
1: game winning streak, put it in the books. It would be five games if if they do it, so that that would be sweet. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right, if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave five com uh, five star comment review all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, we appreciate you watching all the way to, all the way to the end. Jesus, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. and if you joined us on the uh, chat, we appreciate you hanging with us as always. You are the best part of the show. And until the next one. Have a good one. Tyler, Tyrone Corbin.